This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. New car sales continue to gain momentum in the U.S. market. Ward's intelligence forecasts that the SAR, or Seasonally Adjusted Annual Rate, will come in at 15.8 million vehicles, up from 15.6 million in November. Even so, sales still have not reached the daily selling rate they hit a year ago. Automakers face strong headwinds from coronavirus lockdowns, as well as low inventory levels for dealers. One wildcard factor could be fleet sales. Companies often order new trucks and vans in December so they can get a tax benefit for the full year. The hottest automotive stocks yesterday were Chinese EV startups. BYD was up 9%, NIO was up nearly 5%, Li Auto rose about 3.5%, while Xpeng rose 1.3%. Candy, the company that wants to sell cheap EVs in the U.S., but is accused of falsifying its revenue, fell 2.8%. Overall, the Chinese EV startup sector rose 3.8%. One reason may be that investors were looking for an alternative to Tesla, which fell $45 a share or more than 6%. And one reason why Tesla got hit were reports that Apple could start making electric and autonomous cars. Now, we all know that Apple has toyed with the idea of making its own car as part of its Project Titan. But those stories have been around for years and have fluctuated wildly. So take this with a grain of salt. Reuters reports that Apple's operations have progressed far enough that it's aiming to introduce an all-electric passenger vehicle by 2024. Apple is also working on its own self-driving system and battery technology. Obviously, making cars is difficult. And Apple had previously been in talks with Magna to contract manufacture its EV. But it's unclear if it would still go down that route. As for the battery, it's looking at an LFP, or lithium iron phosphate chemistry, and a monocell design, which gets rid of the need for a pouch or module to hold battery materials. That frees up space, which could be used to increase range. And if Apple does decide to get into the automotive business, others better watch out. It has a war chest of over $90 billion. Where is the car key? I don't understand. Which hole has the car key in it? Come on, I don't want to be late to this. You're killing me, man. The all-new Elantra with Hyundai Digital Key. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The electric Hummer that General Motors is coming out with could be a money machine for the company. The Detroit Free Press reports that GM has 10,000 pre-orders for the introductory model, which is called the Edition 1. It's priced at $112,595, meaning it will generate over a billion dollars in revenue. 
Subsequent models will be priced at 90 grand and 80 grand respectively. We think that the GMC Hummer should be able to generate $2 billion a year in revenue on an ongoing basis. Bollinger must really see an opportunity for itself in the commercial segment. It previously showed off an electric delivery van called the Deliver E, and now it's showing how its Chass E, which underpins the B1 and B2 SUV and pickup, can be used for a number of commercial applications. It comes in two wheelbases, up to a 180 kilowatt hour battery pack, and the ability for front, rear, or all-wheel drive setups. The chassis also has the capability for a 5,000 pound payload, the capacity to tow 7,500 pounds, and can even be ordered with portal axles to improve ground clearance. Bollinger says it could see anything from an ambulance to a bucket truck using the setup. And Byton won't have the only EV with a massive screen. On January 7th, Mercedes is going to unveil the display setup for the EQS sedan, which it has dubbed the Hyperscreen. It's a curved unit that will feature artificial intelligence and will span the entire width of the dash in front of both the driver and passenger. And stay tuned for more information. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. And by Hyundai. Tesla says it's open to other automakers using its supercharger network, but so far, no OEMs are using it, at least officially. In response to a question on Twitter, asking why no one has taken Tesla up on its offer, Elon Musk responded that other automakers are using it, but just, quote, low-key. He did not reveal which automakers, but it's possible he's referring to companies in Europe because Tesla is now using CCS connectors for its superchargers there. Also, Aptera posted a video recently which showed it plugging a Tesla connector into one of its vehicles. But we also wonder if Elon is referring to automakers in China. But if any of our viewers out there have an idea please let us know in the comments section. FCA is in an ugly battle with Canadian supplier Martin Rhea over part shortages. The automaker sued the supplier in federal court, accusing it of breach of contract for not providing it with enough engine blocks, which FCA says could cost it more than $100 million. The engine blocks are used in the Jeep Wrangler, Gladiator, and Grand Cherokee, as well as the Dodge Durango Ram Pickup and Chrysler Pacifica. FCA says Martin Rhea agreed to supply more than 13,000 engine blocks weekly, but that was cut in half when the supplier reallocated one of its engine block machines to another customer. Martin Rhea, however, blames the shortage on FCA. It says the automaker began insourcing some of its casting production, and it reallocated production based on FCA's decision. FCA is seeking to compel Martin Rhea to fulfill its contract and wants a monetary award for damages and legal fees. Auto suppliers Next Tier and Continental teamed up to create a new joint venture called CNX Motion to develop braking and steering technology for Level 1 through Level 5 autonomous vehicles. And now they're sharing details about its brake-to-steer technology, which is another layer of steering control for AVs. The technology uses the electric brake system to steer the vehicle 
while controlling its speed. In an emergency, it can slow and move the vehicle to the side of the road or stop it in its lane. The companies say it's a cost-effective solution because it uses the vehicle's existing braking and steering systems. And a reminder here that the last Autoline Daily for the year will be with tomorrow's show. The Autoline crew will take a holiday break and be back on January 4th. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching.